Welcome back to Charlotte Crosby, Always On. I'm going to be coming to your ears every single month, updating you on absolutely everything from my family life, inside my relationship, and even what my Geordie Shaw mates are up to these days. I've had a little bit of time off from the podcast over Christmas and the New Year period, so it is now time to catch up. What the hell have I been up to? Well, a lot really. Honestly, if that, if I had to list it, would be here all day. But I'm going to talk about my most favourite thing I've been up to. We have just been on our... I know I think I mentioned it in the previous podcast, but we went on our first family holiday to Dubai. It was Alva's first time travelling. And when we got on the plane out there, we were on a lovely time plane. Oh, it was gorgeous. It fit right around all of our routine. It couldn't have went any better. And she was a dream. The air hostess actually came up to us and said, we have never had a baby on board that you would actually not know was here. Because Alba literally didn't make a noise apart from when she was like having that, because she was having so much fun. She was full of smiles the whole flight. And oh, it was just perfect. And then when we we got to Dubai, it was like midnight by the time we got the hotel and she just went straight to bed. I just could not believe how amazing it went. Now, we were actually in business class on the flight. It was our first family holiday and listen, we haven't had a holiday in what seems like forever. So I thought, oh, I'm going to treat us and it was actually Jake's Christmas present because I just didn't even know what else to get him. So I just upgraded our seats to business class. So Alba was really living the high life. She best not get used to it. So I think that was a massive bonus as well. Like we had a lot of room and Alba like literally slept on the seat with me for because she still has all of our lovely naps. So obviously that was a big bonus. We don't travel business class every single flight and holiday that we go on. Some planes that I go on to go to Spain and stuff, some of the closer Europe places don't even have a business class. So we... Don't travel like that all the time or else I'd be absolutely fucking skinned. Um, But it's nice to do once in a while. You know, you can always get a cheeky upgrade from the check-in desk these days. That's if you get to the airport dead early for hardly nothing. That's a good tip, honestly. If you're going on a plane which has business or first, first is very expensive even on a last-minute upgrade, so I would say mostly business. Try and get to the check-in so, so, so early, like before anyone else, and say, is there any upgrades available? And honestly, you get it for like quarter of the price. It's amazing. Anyway, the TV crew have finally left us alone. Charlotte in Sunderland is literally airing our last two episodes. I cannot believe... I filmed a show for a year of my life and then now it's only been on TV for a month and it's over and done with. It feels like we've filmed for so long. It feels like it should have been on for a year. Honestly, the amount of time that we spent filming this TV show, I honestly feel like it was over and done with so fast, like on TV when it finally came out. And I must say, everyone has absolutely loved it. They have absolutely loved Charlotte and Sunderland and I enjoyed making it. 
I enjoyed it even more being out on TV. And a lot of people all say, oh, like, how could you have had your baby with the film crew around? And, and I'm like, well, it just feels completely normal. Like, I've been on telly for 12 years of my life. And all that I've done on telly is people filming me life, so it would feel very weird them not being there. So, yeah, I love it. I love having the, the cameras around and the crew around. I don't know when I'll get to give it, I might not ever. Another popular question that everyone asks, especially in interviews, is would you ever let Alba do reality TV when she gets older? <laughs> like, as if I would have some huge thing against it. I don't actually, Alba can do whatever she wants to do with her life, just as long as she's happy. That's all I care about, and as long as she's not doing anything which is, like, harmful against others, then I am absolutely fine with her doing whatever she feels like she wants to do in life. Get one life, you've got to live it to the very, very maximum. Now, a topic that's been floating around for a while, actually, is mental health and especially effects on mental health that maybe reality TV has. Now, for me, this has never been a problem. I was on Geordie Shaw when I was 19. I think I just turned 20. And, God, I mean, our show really did show everything. Right now, in the world that we live in, a show like Geordie Shaw would not exist. You will never see a show like Geordie Shaw on TV ever again. So that is a really, really big end of an era. It's actually quite crazy when when I say that. And you want to know what made, really cemented that in my head? Because someone had wrote on Twitter, because it's in the press Geordie Shaw's been axed, there's that big thing in England at the minute. There's lots of different hybrids of Geordie Shaw. You've got Geordie OGs, which follow the OGs that like around in their lives now. You've got like the Geordie Shaw reunion show, which is just been out. And then you have Geordie Shaw, which is where everyone lives in that house. Now, I can't confirm any of this because I don't actually know, but from what I think has happened is Geordie Shaw, the show where everyone goes to live in the house, the one where we all left, that one has been maybe not axed, but it's definitely been rested. You're not going to see that one for a while. Now, this is just me kind of guessing. I, do, I can't confirm it, but if I had to guess, because I know there is no plans in filming that one again, because I, I know the people who normally go on it and they're not going on it anytime soon. And they haven't spoken about it either. And then when I read this thread on Twitter, everyone was like, that really is the end of an era. We'll never see a show like Geordie Shore again. And I thought, oh my God, like you definitely won't. Like you will never see a show like Geordie Shore again because our show was so wild. And because mental health is like such a big thing at the minute, you just would not be able to put that kind of stuff on TV because you'd have a huge duty of care to the people who were on the show. Now, listen, I'm not saying that MTV didn't have a duty of care to us. Times just change and and, and things just change. Do you know what I mean? When we were on Geordie Shaw, we had the best team of people around us and we were always offered um, chats with psychologists. We had them on board constantly at the beginning, throughout, and at the end of every single show we filmed. Even when we weren't filming, if we were struggling with anything, all we had to do was reach out to MTV. And maybe that's why everyone on Geordie Shaw, as far as I can remember off the top of my head, 
we haven't really ever had any problems and you don't hear us really talking about any problems mental health wise from you know the core people who were backing it from the very start because we did have the utmost best care you could ever think of from MTV and we still do I mean there's people who like aren't even involved in the show now and I know if they needed help in any way shape or form MTV would be the first people to give them it so we've never had a problem with that now I think you have to be a certain type of person to go on a reality TV show. You have to be absolutely so strong-willed, take anything with a pinch of salt. And what I think is reality TV shows need to do more on-the-ball psych checks to see that the people that they are letting on their shows can really take this challenge on because you need to be so headstrong because it is... A big whirlwind. You've got to be the right sort of person to go on it. So I think it all stems from the psych chats and and who they're letting on their shows because some people just aren't mentally strong enough and may be already suffering in the beginning thinking that reality TV show is going to help. And it's definitely not because it's a very brutal way to work. Every TV show, and I know this because I've been on so many, there are thorough, 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 thorough checks throughout, at the end, like with psychologists to make sure you were okay. There is a constant help there for people who have been on reality TV shows. I know it because I've been on absolutely everyone under the sun. I don't think that these shows can do anything more. Like they're already doing their utmost. It stems from the person who's on the show. The shows can't do much more. If, you, if you're if you an anxious or someone who has suffered from depression or, you know, ha, can, can have down points, even if you go on reality TV, if you have all of that care there, all of that care is not going to do nothing for you if you're already a person who who can feel down, like that you can have all the care in the world, all the aftercare, all the support. If you are a person who can get depressed or suffers badly with your mental health really it's going on reality tv is just not the thing for you to do that's where you need to have more thorough checks that you're letting the right people on these shows so yeah i think it stems from the very beginning shows have already got so much in place to help people who are suffering with mental health so when i'm filming now compared to when i was first on jory Shaw. Not much has changed, really. I'm still very much the same kind of person. Obviously, I've grown up and I've got different things to do. Like in Jolly Shaw, we were going out getting drunk all the time. In my own show, like I've, I've just basically working all the time. Um, So that's probably the only way that it's different. And the fact that now I'm very bossy. So back in the very beginning, when I didn't know what I was doing, I was just like, I just would just do whatever. Whereas now I'm just very, I can get quite bossy sometimes and I don't like, sometimes I don't like it because I feel like I'm, I don't want people to think I'm I'm nasty and bossy, but when I don't want to do something, when I think it should go a different way than what it normally does, I can get quite bossy with the crew. But, you know, I think I'm allowed. I've done a lot of years in TV. Sometimes I do know what I'm talking about a little bit. And, oh, do you ever think you'd want to direct and produce your own show? My God, what the hell? This question leads on so nicely. So 
in the Charlotte show, which is not Charlotte and Sunderland, the one I did before that, I actually had my own producer credit because because I basically produced the show, if I'm honest. Um, so I think I already direct and produce mainly everything that I'm on. <laughs> I basically do that anyway. So that's what I am. I'm producer, director, reality star. I just got it all. Right, guys, well, that is all for today. And next episode, I have a very amazing guest who goes by the name of Letitia Crosby. So look forward to that one because it's going to be a good one. Thanks for listening to the Charlotte Crosby Always On. Don't forget to give us a rating and a review in Apple Podcasts if you like what you hear. Or chuck us a little love heart on Spotify. This is a Nova podcast hosted by me, Charlotte Crosby. Our executive producer is Rachel Hart. Amy Kimball is our producer. Our editor is Adrian Walton. That's all for today. I'll see you back here next month.